Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Previously, on a new winter, there was a set of single footprints leading from the front door directly to the forest. This is episode 17 of A New Winter. Were these footprints here when I got here? Surely I'd have seen them. Had someone been in the house when I got here and snuck out without me knowing? Was it the murderer? Had he been here all this time? I wasn't sure whether to follow the tracks into the forest or find a phone and call someone or just go back home. Don't they say a criminal always goes back to the scene of a crime? I didn't want to get into any more trouble. But the woods, they were calling me, beckoning me to join them. I could feel it on the silent wind, the gentle rustle, the welcoming swaying. And so I followed the tracks. They looked human at least, without any distinguishing marks. It almost looked like they'd come from a slipper rather than a boot. I walked across the snowy field, my feet crunching beside the tracks, laying their own mark, being absorbed into that icy white. As I approached the edge of the field, where it entered the forest, I turned around and realised that... If someone had left as soon as I entered the house, the amount of time it took me to get here, I would have come out and seen someone. So either they ran, but the tracks would suggest that's not the case, or they'd been left here previously, which, to be honest, I was hoping was the case. But with the snow, it wouldn't have been too long ago. I looked up at the wall of woods in front of me. It looked tall, grandiose and, well, intimidating, but I swallowed my fear and ventured inside. The cold twigs and leaves covered in snow crunched and snapped as I walked into the eerie quiet of the forest. The trees having shed most of their leaves, leaving for a barren, grey, brown wasteland of what was once a bright green forest. 
I was no tree expert, but it seemed that some of the larger, thicker, older trees had kept most of their leaves, almost as if shielding me from the icy blue sky above. As I got further and further in, I realised that the tracks now almost completely disappeared, and I was now walking blindly into the unknown. I decided to keep going, for a little while at least, and if I found nothing, well then I'd just turn back. So onwards, I kept walking for about another 45 minutes, until I realised that it was futile. If anyone was here, they'd truly gone by now. There was no trace of anything, so with some relief, and especially since the sun had begun to disappear, I ventured back to the farm. And this is where things got very strange. I'd only really got in one direction, but after about an hour of walking, I was no longer out of the forest. Instead, I'd seemingly got deeper, and I began to panic as I'd clearly gotten lost. My feet were tired, the temperature was dropping, and the sun was setting. Once I'd lost the light, I'd be completely without hope. I began to run. I was breathing heavily now. My boots were getting heavier with the snow. I was terrified. Not only of the approaching darkness, but also, well, just the silence. I felt completely alone, completely isolated. I felt like this would be a similar feeling to those last fleeting moments of life when you're about to die. I felt like I'd been trapped. After another 45 minutes or an hour, the sun had completely set. The moon was now my only friend, and it was difficult for me to see even more than a few feet in front of me. I wasn't sure if I should try and create some sort of shelter, or fire of sorts, or just to keep moving in the hope of escape. There was some sort of dread in the air that I was being watched, and I wanted to get out of there. So I decided to keep moving until I got back out. But I slowed down. Now I have to be much more careful so as not to injure myself out here, as this would likely mean a slow death. And so I took my time, crunching through the snow. And that's when I heard it. The sound stopped me dead in my tracks and I just couldn't breathe. A chill ran all over me and my heart was racing. In that dark, silent, frozen forest, there was a sound in the distance. The sound of children playing and laughing. Was it animals or maybe was I near a garden of sorts or, or a playground? But the lack of light and the lack of any other noise filled me with absolute fear. I wasn't sure what to do. Perhaps it was a way out. Perhaps it was just another trap. I decided to bite the bullet and I ventured towards well, those disturbing noises, which in any other situation would have probably been rather welcoming. As the sounds grew louder, I remembered Mr. Tooley and what he said about the forest, and more importantly what he hadn't said. There, through the trees, only a few feet in front of me now, I saw a dilapidated old cottage. It seemed to be made of stone, and it reminded me of an old gravestone, just thick, solid, grey, haunting, and old. And then I realised that the sounds had stopped. Were the children hiding? Were they even there to begin with? What was I going to do? I mean, could there be shelter here? Was this just another trick? I mean, was this the murderer's house? As I stepped forward further, I could sense a tremor in my stomach. It was making me feel unwell, like a heavy bass tone running down my spine. I couldn't describe it as anything other than that. 
and just before I walked into the cottage, I noticed a deep hole in front of me, about ten feet wide and ten feet long, and probably about ten feet deep. I was careful not to fall in, and as I looked down into the darkness, there, covered in snow, were the skeletons of a dozen or so bodies. But what made me more terrified than anything is that they were children. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. For more info, including how you can support the show, please visit anewwinter.com. Thank you for listening to A New Winter. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.